welcome to a what day is it friday episode of cardboard fever matt and i are here we're going to talk a little nfl draft matt you got to go to target this morning and you wanted to talk about target bombshell so i don't know do you want to start it off there yeah that works because i don't have my my notes up for the uh nfl draft yet yeah so yeah but like as you know like the new thing is you can only get one product of anything at target now uh you know a lot of people are upset about that a lot of people are happy about that i i think it's an even split right down the middle to be honest on who's mad and who's upset but i'm you know i'm i'm not a flipper i mean i've sold products i i've i've came across products and took advantage of it why why wouldn't you but i'm not a flipper at the end of the day i like to rip uh so i'm happy with it uh I think one is a little extreme. I, you know, I, I think the three product thing would have worked if they would have just kept it to three products and not three of every skew, which was what they were doing. That's because you can essentially get like still three, six, nine, twelve. You can probably get fifteen to twenty products or twenty boxes depending on what's there. Uh, I still think one's a little extreme. Like I, and like in Target today, after I bought my Select Mega. I went back. So the select megas were all behind customer service, but the card section still exists. And there was like opening day blasters, you know, stuff that nobody wants. Um, Upper Deck Hockey Series 1. And again, the stuff that nobody really wants. And I wanted to just buy one of those just, just to have it. But you literally can't buy it because you're only allowed one product the entire day. So while I, I, like the, I like the new rule that they finally manned up and did something, uh i just disagree with um the number they came up with now whether they work with it and change it i don't know i don't think they're going to change it but then again i i really don't know but that's just my early thoughts on it yeah i i don't know i don't really this might be like a really boring answer but like i truly don't care like mainly because i going to target or walmart or any place like that is really just out of the way for where i live so like the, the likelihood that i'm going to go to a target for cards unless you know i'm i'm on the road you know traveling somewhere is is very small so it really has no impact on me i don't have a big issue with it so how did your target hunt this morning go i know you were you were up early and driving around we find anything good in western pennsylvania oh there's always good stuff in western pennsylvania but at target <clears throat> um i got a mega and my, my buddy brandon sports cards and that he already ripped his and essentially got nothing so now i'm depressed and don't want to rip mine even uh but i got a mega select and then i got a blaster of chrome uh what did i get bowman bowman yeah yeah i got bowman right regular bowman which is um for a blaster that was actually 25 bucks so um but i'm definitely cool with that bowman's a good product uh did they always make bowman blasters or retail to be honest with you i always get bowman from the lcs that i grew up going to as a kid so and that's Hobby. yeah so i i i wouldn't know only because i've never cared to look so this is like the first year of everything essentially coming out for the first time in retail. So I figured this might be the first time as well. Like, you know, Chronicles now has re retail as well. 
Um, so I figured they might be going that route as well for whatever reason. I, I want to say that they've had it in the past just from like scrolling on social media over the last year or so, but <laughs> I could be wrong, but I don't think it's the first year for this one. Okay. Well, I'm definitely excited for that. I haven't, um, I've actually never, like I said, as many people know this, I just got back into the hobby in what, like February or something like that. So I've never got to rip Bowman. I'm excited for that. Um, I have a bunch of nice Bowman cards. I have a nice Xavier Edwards PSA 10. I know Bowman makes a good product, so I'm looking forward to that rip. Yeah. And Bowman, it's nice in every pack. There's, you know, a, a, a mix of the standard paper card with a couple chromes mixed in the middle, a couple, you know, an insert or two. So they do a good job in each pack of mixing what's available. And I believe I have a hobby box or two on the way, but again, that's from the LCS near my parents' house. So I don't know when I'll be grabbing it. Not really in a rush. I haven't, honestly, the last thing I ripped was that tin of top series one, uh, that you sent me with the Aaron Judge on it, and it was less than subpar <laughs> of everything that was in that box. So you got a less than subpar box. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Wow, wow! Just like the Yankee season. Yeah, I, I'm listen. That's you're not gonna, you're not going to see me defend the Yankees right now. So anyway, you know what really bothers me. Pittsburgh? Well, most definitely. And the fact that Penn State can't win. But that's that's another story for another day. But I was talking to my buddy today, and I wanted to talk about this on the show, actually. Um, I actually talked to a few people about this. What really bothers me about the hobby, and it's 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 never gonna change, and it just it's a it's a product of the hobby, is <clears throat> if as soon as your favorite team gets a good I'm talking about breaks. As soon as your favorite team gets a good player, your team is virtually unaffordable. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Bengals were affordable. I'm not a Bengals fan, but like the Bengals were affordable for years and they draft Joe Burrow and T Higgins. It's unaffordable now. Like Falcons breaks have been going for five to 10 bucks next year with Kyle Pitts. I mean, it's going to be the same. It's not going to be quarterback pricing, but it's going to be probably 60 to 70 bucks for a Falcons break. It's just frustrating that if you have uh uh like i i'm obviously a steelers fan but i'm also a huge massive josh allen fan and you know this year the breaks were more expensive to buy into because they had zach moss and uh, gabe davis who i'm a big fan of uh but next year it's going to be dirt cheap probably because they got like two offensive linemen in the first two rounds so it just i mean it can benefit you or it can screw you but like i mean how long have the chargers been bad like <clears throat> Oh, I mean, they've been in playoff contention, but like they've never really had any studs over the past couple of years coming out of the first round. I mean, they've had Keenan Allen, but he wasn't a big, big name coming out. I mean, the Chargers were probably most likely affordable for years. And now this year, they're just insane. Um, and I'm assuming they're going to be the same for next year because second year cards go for just as much. I mean, I've seen second year Patty Mahomes base prisms go for like 40 bucks. So I just hate that the minute your team gets someone good, you can't afford it. You're either going to have to suck it up and buy into a break, or you're going to have to take a chance and buy a hobby box. So, yeah, I mean, it does, it does suck, but I mean, 
So this this might sound kind of like a dense question here, but what do you expect? Like that's unfortunately. That's what I said. It's okay. a product. It's a product okay. of the hobby. It, it it just sucks. Like you can't yeah. change it. It just it's one it's one thing that you absolutely cannot change, and it just sucks. That's all. I just wanted to. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, and I just wanted to point it out because I had never talked about it with anyone before, and I just had started realizing when the NFL draft was going on, like, geez, the Bills breaks are going to be really cheap next year because I drafted two linemen. And then right. I noticed the Steelers, they got Najee Harris and Pat Fryermuth. They're going to be just as expensive as this year because they had Chase Claypool and Anthony McFarland. So it just, it's interesting to see who goes up and who goes, like, you know, uh, the the Falcons, like I said, I've seen them literally for, it was like a, a 10, a 10 box, um blaster of retail select and it was five bucks for the falcons and i just laughed <laughs> like that's there's a lot of value in there because you can get a cool mike vick card um and get a cool holy jones card but next year i mean it's just gonna be insane and like you said i mean what do you expect you know it just yeah it's unfortunate i don't expect it to change but it's just something that um you're gonna have to pick your poison do you spend the money on the break where you're guaranteed to only get your teams you're not guaranteed a card or do you spend the money on the hobby or if you're lucky enough to get retail? I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm targeting singles right now because it's hard to get into breaks. Like you, for every reason you just mentioned, and it might be hard to find products. So I will sit a couple weeks, wait for prices after cards that, that release to kind of even out and then kind of pick and choose and, and either whether it, whether it be eBay or, Twitter and, and see what people are, are selling and go at it that way because I'm, I'm probably spending less money doing that way. So, and I'm also selling on there. So it's, it's pretty much evening out. So I, well, if you, I, I was also starting off as just doing singles and I like that, that route, but, <clears throat> and I, I always vow, cause I've told you, you've known, I've always vowed never to do um breaks, but I just got so addicted to them. Cause I just, my theory was always, why buy boxes? Why even buy boxes or breaks? We can just buy the players that you want. But at the same time, some of the singles that I want are so overly priced. Like the Max, the Max Crosby Mosaic um, um, Genesis card. I think it's going for like 100 or something bucks. But I can get into a Raiders break for cheaper than that. So I agree that the yeah. rate or the the singles car, the singles way does help in some instance, but it depends on who you're collecting. Like you might be, you might be cheaper to say um, just for you. I don't know who you're collecting. Let's just use Debbie Garcia, for example. I know you're not huge on him, but say you want to get a nice Debbie Garcia card. You might be better getting into your Yankees break than buying a single. Cause just some, some singles are so outrageously priced. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, there's always a, a breaking point or a line of, where the value changes from singles to boxes to breaks to razes, et cetera. And obviously the other way around, but you know, for example, I snagged a, uh, so, you know, we were talking, I was ranting about formula one last week. I was able to snag a Pierre Gasly purple refractor slash three ninety nine, which is about, I don't know, a hundred dollar card, maybe when in like the first week that box came out, I was able to snag that and a couple Lando Norris rookie cards, I think in total. So for all four, I spent like a hundred bucks. 
Um, so it was much, much better than spending $700 on, on a box that I still, but how much find. was a break? How much would have a break been for Peter Gasly? I, a, a break for a team in the formula one, the, the cheapest I saw was a four box break. The one I got screwed out of, uh, was $109 per team. So like I, it was pretty much the same. Like so it's about the same. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. That's not bad. No, like in that case, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I, I also, I forget the seller's name, Will, Will something on Twitter. So if you're listening, Will, thank you. Super easy to work with. He actually reached out to me about a couple other cards last weekend, but I was at a family gathering and missed his message until way late. And they were Will Lutz? sold. No, no, not, not Will Lutz, the Saints kicker. Oh, I didn't think you were going to know who that was. Yeah. Every once in a while, I just, I, I surprise you. But uh, that was impressive. Yeah. Speaking of football, I'm going to start. I'm going to start here with what time we have left. We were just going to kind of talk about the draft, but not in your sense that every other person on the planet has talked about the draft for the last three months. There are guys that maybe were drafted later in the draft or aren't necessarily as widely talked about. Uh, both offense and defense that I think or we think could be worth targeting. You know, maybe. Maybe not a guy on the Jaguars because a Jaguars break, for example, is going to be ridiculously expensive because of Trevor Lawrence. And Travis. And yes. And Etienne, thank you. Uh, but yeah, you might. So there's one guy on the Jets that I think that I'll start with. And buying into a Jets break might be tough because of Zach Wilson. But if you're targeting singles, Michael Carter running back from UNC got drafted. The fifth round, oh. I think. You like the other UNC running back. Interesting. Okay. I mean, the, listen, both are, are good picks. So <clears throat> I wanted to leave one. He's a little bit smaller, 5'8", 200 pounds, but he's he's got a good sp- spot to compete with Tevin Coleman and Michael Pirine from who was drafted last year. So he, he catches Coleman's the with the Jets? Yeah, he signed there this offseason, I think. Oh, good God. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, he, he can catch the ball. He's a good runner. Had a 1,000-yard season last year and was drafted late. He doesn't have a ton of mileage on him because of that other UNC running back that you're probably about to mention. So if I were if I were targeting like a, a, a late pick running back, Michael Carter, I think the Jets actually picked two guys named Michael Carter. But nonetheless, I would go with the Jets – I would go with the running back Michael Carter as an, an under the radar guy to pick. Interesting. I like that. I, I they, they, they were, I mean, he was in Mac Brown's offense, so he got a lot of, uh, <clears throat> a lot of touches, a lot, a lot of numbers. So I, I definitely like both the UNC running backs. Um, I just like the only reason I was going to use, um, Javante Williams as one of the guys I liked is, is I I've been doing my I'm in a fantasy a dynasty league and he's one of the hot names in the dynasty league so and if that'll which people think he's going to compete for the starting role there at some point and if that's true in the dynasty league that should translate to the hobby and that means that he should also sell well on cards so I would look out for him the one guy on defense that I really, really like, um, I don't necessarily know if he plays like him, 
but I'm going to compare the success that he could have to the Jeremy Chin, and that's Richie Grant, the safety for the Falcons out of UCF. Absolute stud in college, went 40th overall in the second round. Um, I, I think I think Jeremy Chin is going to have a lot of value down the road. I, I just think he's a stud safety. If I'm not mistaken, I think he had like three touchdowns in a five-game stretch this year as a safety. Me and Blake were talking about that. Um, I'll have to ask Tony Totals, my buddy Carden, Carden Gnome. He would know more about that. And then before you jump back in, give yeah. me another guy you like. I'm going to give one more guy uh, that I really like. I just realized Tylen Wallace went to the Ravens. That's a pretty good pick, even though they don't have a quarterback. Um, I like Rondell Moore. And correct me if I'm wrong, but oh, I yes. think he went to the Cardinals. Yes. Yeah. So Rondell Moore, I, as you know, I'm a Big Ten aficionado. I've known all about Rondell Moore for a long, long time. Rondell Moore is an absolute stud. Uh, I don't know if you can compare him to Darren Sproles because Darren Sproles was a running back and Rondell is a receiver, but they have about the same height. So I, I just, you know, depending on how they use him, I'm assuming they're going to use him in the slot, maybe do some end arounds with him. I know they did that with him at Purdue. Uh, I just really, really high on Rondell Moore. So I, I just think I don't need to really explain any more why I'm high on him. I think it'll speak for itself, but dude's a stud. Yeah, totally fair. Uh, he was on my list because I heard enough about him playing for Purdue and, and a lot of IndyCar, uh, a d- decent amount of IndyCar fans seem to be Purdue fans there in, in the Midwest. So since you took that guy, I am going to go with one who I had not heard of at all, but he's on the Titans, so they have A.J. Brown, so he should be able to get some targets, especially with Corey Davis and John o. Smith and Adam Humphreys all gone from Tennessee this year. But Des Fitzpatrick, I believe he played in college for – oh, no, now I can't find it. Who? Des Fitzpatrick. No, Receiver averaged 19.4 yards per reception last year and averaged almost 17 yards per reception in college. Real quick guy after the catch. He's got some nice size to him. I think he's like 6'1 or 6'2. So, and oh, again, absolutely. yeah, thank you. And playing you know, next to AJ Brown, you're, you're automatically going to get some targets right. because AJ Brown will get the double team now and then. So I'll go with. I'll go with uh, Dez there. Is Corey Davis gone? No. Uh, yes, Corey Davis. I think he signed with the Jets, to be honest with you. That's becoming an interesting roster, to be honest. Corey Davis, I, yes, is on the Jets now. I like that roster because I'm big on Mims. But anyway, uh, uh, this is just, just a sleeper. I don't know if it'll translate to anything because they're so stacked. But the Bucks took in the fourth round a guy by the name of Jalen Darden out of uh, North Texas. Uh, he was North Texas second consensus All-American, uh, 38 career touchdowns. As a senior in 2020, he had 74 receptions for 1,190 yards wow. and 19 touchdowns. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I've known about him. I, I just think it's funny that the stats are insane. 19 touchdowns. Uh, again, small receiver, 5'8", buck 73. 
Uh, I don't know what he ran in the 40. I don't know if he got a pro day. I'm assuming he did if you went in the fourth round. But, I mean, he's in a good system. He's with the Bucks. Another sneaky pick that was good for the Bucks is they got Kyle Trask, man. Uh, boo. If I love Kyle Trask. You can boo, boo him. I'll take the boos. I, I mean, he's going to be a lot better of a backup for Brady than than freaking Blaine Gabbert. Uh, and let's be honest. We don't want to see the Bucks. Well, you might want to see the Bucks, but I don't want to see the Bucks if Blaine Gabbert's in there. So, I don't want to see the Bucks at all. You know, I like the. I, I've had this conversation with a few people. So one person won't forgive me for it, but that's okay. The more he's a diehard Steelers fan, the older I get, I just love Tom Brady. I went from absolutely despising him to him becoming one of my favorite athletes of all time. I don't hate you for that, but I don't like you for that. Well, you can't even hate him. You only lost to him once in the Super Bowl. Oh, no, you beat him. Yeah. No, you lost to him, too. I, that's not why I hate him or dislike him. I just don't like him. Was that? Did you lose the Super Bowl to the Patriots with Tia broke his leg? Yes. Oh, uh, okay. 2004. 2004. Geez, that was re- I didn't realize it was that long ago. That was my freshman year in high school. Yeah. Jeez. Wait, did you see you see your boy Chuba Hubbard dropped all the way to the fourth round? I was never that big on him. I wasn't I either. Know, I just I thought he was why he's my boy, but all right. Well, who's got I a cool kid? name? Yeah, anyone with the name Chuba is cool in my book. How did the Eagles do in in your opinion? I'm fine. I I'm fine. I think they had a good draft, but again, I don't get all hyped up on draft stuff until the season actually starts. Like guys in, in shorts and shoulder pads don't, you know, you could have a, a star in shorts and shoulder pads. And as soon as he gets hit, he's you know on the practice squad and never to be heard of again. So I'm, I'm not really kind of like all that happy or sad about the Eagles or anybody's draft right now, just because it's, it's so early on. And I'm, I like reading other smarter people's opinions on it, but I, I I like to stay neutral just because it's just not worth getting worked up on in, you know, early May when we, we won't see meaningful football until what August, mid August, the end of August. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, I respect that. Another guy, real quick before I, I rebut that, is Damar Hamlin. Um, he went to Pitt. He's a local kid out of, um, I believe, McKees Rocks over in Pittsburgh. But he's he was, uh, I believe he was a projected first or second round pick at one point until he decided to stay. But he, he's an absolute stud. Um, Bill's got him in the six rounds, and they already have a great defense. But yeah, I see, I don't get as hyped up about the mock drafts, but I get hyped up about the after the draft because uh like i totally 110 percent agree with you on the shorts and t-shirt argument but i use that more so for the the pre-draft now you actually physically have those guys in the t-shirts and shorts you have your guys other teams have their guys it's fun to see if your guys developed and your guys picked the right guys especially because the local media in pittsburgh 99% 99% of them is trashing the Najee Harris um, draft pick. And I am absolutely loving the draft pick. It is just, it's just a lot of fun. It's more fun to me 
when you can actually pick apart a draft that actually happened when you can as compared to picking apart a draft that hasn't happened yet. You get where I'm coming from? Yes, I totally, totally understand. Keep going. That 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 was my whole point. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm Sorry. Point. Yeah, I, just, I, I thought I, mean, I thought you had more. I, know, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I am happy with the Steelers draft, but like I just I get excited about because like these guys that we physically drafted and physically are on the team now, we're gonna actually see them in August, assuming they don't get cut. But like, yeah, I just I don't like speculation. Well, let me let me phrase that differently because a lot of the rookies are still speculation. I don't like speculation that leads to speculation. Now we're just in the speculation standpoint. You feel me? Okay. All right. Fair. All right. I'm done with that point. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to another one that a, a guy I did want the Eagles to pick in the mid round, and fortunately he did not make it to the Eagles. But Cornell Powell, he was a receiver for Clemson. Kind of came on in his last year, maybe two years. Now he's playing with Kansas City. Obviously, he's behind Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, but he might be able to beat out, you know, Michael Hardman or my my favorite football name, Byron Pringle, yes. and DeMar- Demarcus Robinson, your boy, who haven't been particularly consistent over the last couple of years. So really good guy. Obviously, if you play with Trevor Lawrence in college, you're probably a, pr- a pretty decent receiver. So I think he could be, you know, a number three or number four receiver this year, but a good, a good buy because he won't be super expensive. And I don't think the chiefs will be among the more expensive teams. If you're buying a break or, or, you know, buying team lots, et cetera, you should be able to get it at a reasonable price. Yeah, I'm going to blame Andy Reid on me being wrong on uh, Demarcus Robinson because the only reason I was high on him was because Andy Reid came out and said he thought he was going to be the, the next star. So that's on Andy Reid, dude. I'm not taking blame on that one. Well, the, that's what do you want the coach to say? He's going to come out. Uh, listen, I drafted this guy, but he's probably going to suck. He could just say he's high on him. He couldn't say he had to be. He didn't have to like slobber over him. I mean, that's what coaches do. They they hype up their guys. They they hope it works. They hope it gives them some confidence. I know. I know. Well, how about the best pick in, in the draft? Is the um, Presley Harvin the third? The Steelers got drafted a two hundred sixty pound punter. I am absolutely <laughs> pumped for this dude. I hope they make punter cards this year because that dude is a physical specimen. Yeah, he is, dude. I mean, I I want to see. We have pretty poor poor special teams. Teams as is, so I hope I get to see him clothesline a couple people. Um, yeah, on, on the field, he should definitely be our kicker too, because he'll even get more more chances to clothesline people that way. Because I mean, I you know, I I just want to see him hit someone, man. I want to see big dudes hit big dudes. Yeah, it's kind of like when like the the punt returner gets the ball and the the kicker is the 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 punter's the last one and he just drops him. You you, you see it, you know, once. Uh, He's uh, like Pat McAfee. Yeah, Pat yeah, Mac- Pat. Yeah. Thank you. I was trying to remember who did that. Pat, like Pat McAfee 2.0. I hope his personality isn't like Pat McAfee 2.0, but. Oh, not a Pat fan, eh? I, I, I like I used Pat, to dude. be. He's a PA boy. He's a Pittsburgh boy, so I love him. He used to be, and then he started trying to talk hockey, and I'm like, Pat, just. Oh, uh, yeah. Stop trying to sound smart when you're. It, this isn't your area of expertise. Yeah, maybe he's a Tom Wilson fan. Probably, but 
I don't. We won't. Go oh, another anyways. another sneaky good good pick for when Dalvin Cook gets hurt is I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I remember him last year at Iowa State is um Kenny Wagyu and Wagyu. Okay. I was Iowa State running back fourth round, not one nineteen overall. Uh, Iowa State won the Big Twelve last year, I believe. Right? Yeah. So part of that championship team, they were a good running team. So keep an eye out for him as well. I mean, Dalvin Cook is pretty fragile. And they do another run, nice running back up there, Alexander Madison. But I um I liked Ken A. What is called Ken A. from um at Iowa State. They have a good quarterback coming out next year. Um, geez, hi, Brock Purdy. I must yeah. drew a blank in how are you going to say how are you going to say he's good if you don't even know his name? Yeah, Brock Purdy. I, I like Brock Purdy next year for sure. Okay, I got one more undrafted free agent. I have to do one Eagles guy on here. Uh, Trevin Grimes. I think he played for Florida or Florida State. Hold on. Now I have to look it up before I... I think Grimes played for Florida. Yeah, he played for Florida. Immediately, you know, maybe because the Eagles draft board or the Eagles wide receiver board is so bad. He is kind of projected as like the third or fourth receiver on the Eagles already, and he hasn't even played. And obviously... Like I said, I don't read too much into this early conversation, but 6'4", 218, fast. He's got the size. Could be a really good kind of – and I don't even know if they'll make cards of him because he's an undrafted free agent, so we'll have to wait and see. But that would be one that you could probably get for super cheap if if they make cards of, of his. I know the Eagles will be expensive in breaks and, and whatnot this year because of – of what's his face, Jalen Hurts. So I will not be buying Eagles breaks, but I will target the singles cards method on that one. All right. All right. All right. You got yeah. one more? Yeah, I got one more. Um, aside from the fact that Eastern Michigan got no players drafted, uh, that made me really sad. But I'll go with uh, – I have a guy. But, uh, I'll just use him. I like. I mean, because I saw him play – is a kid out of South Alabama for the Saints, Kawan Baker. Um, there's not really any stats on his Wikipedia page, so I can't really tell you much about him. But I watched a lot of South Alabama games, and he was one of the quarterbacks, the, the one of the receivers on the field that stuck out to me. Their quarterback last year was, I believe, who was the old general manager for the Ravens? Was it Ozzie Newsom? I yeah. believe. Yeah, their his grandson, I believe, someone related to Ozzie Newsom was their quarterback last year. So they got a bunch of games on TV, and uh, Quan Baker was a pretty good receiver for them. So I like them with the Saints. He's in a good offense. Uh, don't know who the quarterback will be down there, but you know, if I had this conversation with someone else, actually, they're still gonna be high on Michael Thomas this year, even without Drew Brees. Because while Jameis Winston isn't that good and he's going to throw his picks, he's still going to throw the ball and throw a lot of touchdowns. So, yep. I mean, that's another conversation for another day, but that just um, it just popped into my head since we were talking about the Saints and receivers. Yeah, I, I like it. Well, on that note, we're just about out of time. So, guys, everybody enjoy this special Friday episode. Have a good weekend. We'll be back next week talking whatever else comes up on our minds. And with that, I will let Matt sign us off. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Um, 
as always, we appreciate each and every one of you for finding us and interacting with us. And we hope that you continue to do so. A lot of good people out there in the hobby. And with that, let's keep living the dream and living the hobby.